Welcome to the Fear Boss Show, a show created to help you become the bravest, boldest, and most badass version of yourself yet. Now, this show is allergic to basic. It's a show that loves real talk. It's a show that will help you slay self-doubt, and it's a show designed to help you check yourself before you wreck yourself. I'm your host, Judy Holler, best-selling author, keynote speaker, improv theater junkie, and a hip-hop-loving entrepreneur. It's kind of like this. If Amy Poehler and Dr. Dre had a baby, uh, that would basically be me. I am obsessed with helping you smash comfort zones and experiment with your fears so you can get more freedom in your life personally and professionally. This podcast is going to help you do just that. So, are you ready? Let's get this fear party started. Hey, Fear Boss, and welcome back to the Fear Boss Show. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's episode 40 of your show, the Fear Boss Show, and I'm I'm coming in hot with a little Dr. Dre and Snoop Doggy Dog because... Because I needed to check my vibe. I've got a big announcement for you guys today, and I am so excited about it. Plus, I don't know, there's just something about a little Snoop Doggy Dog and Dr. Dre. So wherever you are right now, I hope you're hopping and bopping in your car, out running errands. Maybe you're getting ready for work, whatever it is. But damn, I'm so glad to be back here with you on the Fear Boss Airwaves. And yo, episode 40, how did that happen? 40 weeks we've been able to hang out together and to think that in 12 more episodes, we'll be celebrating the first year anniversary of this show, The Fear Boss Show. And damn, it's been a ride. I have learned so much about the podcasting game, about myself, and with almost, almost, I know by the end of the year, we're going to get there. We're going to be over, well over 100,000 downloads. And I'm just feeling so proud about how well the show is doing. And let me tell you, I have some awesome plans in store for you. So, Fear Boss, my goodness, please keep sharing and leaving reviews and spreading the word. This is critical in order to keep the Fear Boss vibes on the Fear Boss airwaves. That said, this is your show. So what do you want more of? Talk to me. So do you want more like quick snack episodes with me in under 20 minutes? Do you want more interviews with Fear Boss badasses? Or do you like that I mix it up and give you some episodes that are short and sweet and some that are interviews and some that are longer and more tactical? Talk to me. Hit me up on the Instagram and send me a DM letting me know what you want more of or Uh, Let me know what you want to see me talk about on the show. I mean, I read every single message I am listening, so holla at your girl. Also, oh my God, Fear Boss, I have some news for you, which is why I had to come and hop with a little Dr. Dre and Snoop Doggy Dog because it put me in a vibe, and I hope this news is going to put you in a vibe too. It is huge, and two things are happening, and one of them has been a dream of mine personally for about four years, and after pulling you, reading all your DMs, getting your emails, and listening to what you want on social or in the room with me after my talks when I'm out traveling doing keynotes, and and certainly now after virtual events, you want this. (laughs) So we are officially going to make it happen. 
So drum roll, please, Fear Boss. All right, all right. Are you ready? Prepare your heart. I am officially creating a planner for you, and it's dropping on December First, like my heart is kind of racing, even telling you that. Hello, fear experiment. We are so excited. We're still in the beta stage of creating and designing and producing it. And we're working against a pretty aggressive timeline. So we get this bad boy out for you in time for the holidays and more importantly, in time for your 2021 goal-focused planning. But damn, it is going to be insane. So number one, make sure you get on my list. Uh, my newsletter and my list will be the first group of humans to order this, to learn about it. So if you are not on my list, make sure you get on my list. You can do that right away by texting BRAVE, BRAVE to 474747. It'll give you a bunch of Fear Boss freebies and of course add you to my list. You can also uh, hop onto my Instagram and uh, click the link in my bio to sign up for my list at judyholler.com. My goodness, there's an opt-in on the top of my webpage and uh, make sure you're following me on Instagram because I will be shouting it out from the rooftops as soon as we're ready to pre-order and go live on this bad boy. But our goal is December 1st launch date. You can buy it. Okay, so as you know, Fear Boss, I am obsessed with high-performance habits and goal-focused planning. And if you just listened to episode 38, the one I dropped two weeks ago, I shared the behind-the-scenes on my entire morning routine. And I still stand behind everything I shared with you. And currently, I'm using using uh, two different planners to get everything I need every morning. And while goal-focused planning has 100% contributed to my success, because it's hard to do brave shit if you're not goal-focused planning, right? Dreams are for fairy tales and princesses and fairy tales. And as much as I love a princess and a fairy tale, I much prefer goals. And goals are for the hustlers who are brave enough to put actions and tactics behind those dreams and turn them into actual goals that, oh my God, become a reality. So after thinking about this and hearing from you, I mean, I've decided it's time for me to boss up and make my own planner. So I am taking everything I love, adding a fear boss vibe and putting it all into one place. And I'm going to teach you bonus how I do it. I'm going to take you behind the scenes. So listen, here's the deal. So many of you come to the fear boss community because you want to get braver and because you want more freedom in your life yet, yet. What you find out you really need is energy and focus and confidence and and the high-performance habits that will get you there and keep you there. The big idea is this. Courage requires focus. Bravery requires stamina. It is not easy to be brave. It is hard as fuck to be brave. So you need to set yourself up for success in order to sustain a brave life and stamina the stamina it takes for your boss to smash comfort zones. And by the way, bravery and courage is not only a muscle that you got to work with fear experiments. Go listen to episode 10 if you want to hear all about fear experiments. 
it's also a verb because it's all about action and the magic of momentum. So more to come as we get more info, but I wanted to start planting the seed now with you so that you don't go buy a bunch of planners and then we put one out. Also, I wanted to let you know, I'm going to be opening in conjunction to the launch of this planner, a four week mastermind in January with me, live, live coaching, live training that will break down how to use this, how to goal-focused plan, how to turn dreams into goals and take action and how to move with your fear to make your dreams a reality. I'm going to take you through all the planner pages so you can boss up not only in 2021, but for the rest of your fear boss life. This This is a passion project and one that will evolve and grow as we get you using the planner. But you know what we say in the Fear Boss community, you got to move. You've got to start before you're ready and you cannot let perfectionism and fear hold you back from making brave moves. So let's go. More to come and make sure you're on my list as that group will be the first to know in order. You can text BRAVE to 474747 right now to get on my list. If you get my Friday newsletter already, you're on the list. No action required. And of course, if you're following me on the Instagram at Judy Holler, uh, I'll be announcing all the things there as well. I also got to shout out our fear boss of the week. So this review came in from Eclipsia. Eclipsy? E-C-L-I-P-S-E-A. And it was so good. The subject line said, just listen. It's worth every moment with a heart emoji. Thank you for that. She goes on or he goes on to write. I don't know Eclipsia. But this fear boss writes, I love how real Judy is. I've been catching up on all the episodes and listening every day has helped me to up my mental game. I am so glad you decided to create this. Every time I feel like I'm having fear, I remember you and the need to confront fear every day on purpose. Damn, Eclipsia. I hope I'm saying that right, but that's what it's all about. That is the mission of a fear boss. We believe our freedom lives in smashing comfort zones, and we smash those comfort zones by experimenting with our fear every day on purpose. So I thank you, and because of that, you are our fear boss of the week. So that means you just got to drop me a DM on the Instagram or send me an email to hello at judyholler.com to claim your prize. I just need your best mailing address, and I'm going to put a fear boss swag bag in the mail to you. If you want to be our Fear Boss of the Week, I look at the iTunes reviews every week when I record these episodes. I scroll through and at random pick my favorite. So leave a review and maybe next week it'll be you. Okay, Fear Boss, I'm pumped about this episode because I attended a conference virtually. It's called Story. And it's a conference that I attended for the first time in Nashville. So I attended Story last year, 2019, for the first time in Nashville, and it was a fear experiment. I went by myself on purpose to get out of my comfort zone, uh, not be a speaker for once, to like sit in a room and listen to other speakers and get inspired. Plus, I had heard of this storytelling community. It's a community full of creators and makers and thinkers, and I wanted to put myself in an environment like that to make better work for you and also to amplify my creativity 
creativity and my creative connection. So I flew to Nashville, went by myself, stayed in a hotel, attended every day, met some great people, and literally transformed my life and my mindset. I ended up connecting to the community so much, coming up with so many beautiful creative ideas and really changing as a human. And I even went on to Harris III, who's the creator, and I'll link up to all this in the show notes if you're interested yourself. Harris III, who's the creator of Story, did a pep talk in January just to kind of kick off the Story community virtually as we walked into 2020, way before everything started happening and it went to shit. Um... (laughs) Uh, before the world blew up, but he hosted this like pep talk for the story community. And at the end of the pep talk, he says, and oh, by the way, I'm hosting a mastermind for the first time ever. And it was an opportunity for eight to 10 people to get a chance application only uh, for a fee to work with him and a couple other creatives. So two groups of four plus him. So two groups of five to work with him creatively one off, right? For six months. And I applied and I... We have just finished that mastermind. So in January, I started working with Harris, the creator, and three other creatives and myself. And we walked from January to August together. We went through COVID together. We went through the world changing together. We pivoted all of our businesses together. We started out in January with these creative goals, and we all had to make changes throughout the mastermind. And I was in this mastermind with Harris, who is an illusionist, an author, a magician by trade. He is a storyteller and just a brilliant human. Uh, Jill in my mastermind is, um, she's creating a play called Dream, wants to get that play on Broadway. Uh, The other girl, Molly, in my mastermind is a children's literary, children's book literary agent. And Lisa Town is a high fashion photographer and designer. And so here, and here I am, a writer, speaker, author, creator, entrepreneur. And so it was so unique and so different. And that just sort of gives you a peek into the storytelling community, just creatives from all walks of life coming together with the passion, the shared passion of creation and storytelling. So it was a transformational experience for me. And this year, uh, I mean, on site, I loved it so much. First of all, I cried at the conference every day publicly. I don't really do that a lot. And I loved it so much that I bought a VIP ticket for 2020 on site before I left that conference. I was so fired up. Well, the world changed and that conference went virtual and they did a really good job of rising to the occasion and thriving through it. So the theme for this year was the coming of the dawn. This notion that in exploring the mythological roots of dawn, we meet Aurora who moves across the sky and our lives slowly with grace and awe only seen in disruptive yet beautiful shifts. Aurora is a herald. She suggests the coming of something without revealing what that thing is. Aurora being a symbol of transformation, a story we can learn from. So it was really about the coming of the dawn. We've been in this darkness. We've been in this messy middle, this in-between, this space between no longer and not yet. We're no longer ever going to be who we were, but we're not yet sure what's going to come. So we're in this really bizarre, anxiety-filled, fear-based, messy middle, yet dawn is coming. The sun always 
rises. So what does it mean to live in a time of uncertainty and make that transition? How can we contribute to the light, to that dawn that is coming as storytellers, as creators? And how can we help others do the same? And it's so funny, my fear experiment this morning, because I was so inspired by the last two days of content, the the conference was, uh, you're going to hear this on a Wednesday. So the conference was last week on a Thursday and a Friday, and I was so inspired by the dawn and this notion of meeting Aurora that I, I made my fear experiment this morning to meet the dawn and to sit in the darkness and watch the sun come up. I hadn't done it in a while, and usually I do stuff like that on vacation, but why don't I do that in my everyday life? Why don't I honor the darkness? Because it's in the darkness that reveals who we are. And if we didn't have the darkness, we would never appreciate the light that always, always comes. So yo, my mind was blown in this conference. I was asking so many questions. What happens when we don't navigate change well? What happens to our future? What's at stake if we don't make friends with this season of dawn that we're all in together. And what's at stake if we don't seize the opportunity of a lifetime to lead people into a new light? So I took pages of notes at this conference, but I wanna share five ideas, five big ideas I can't stop thinking about that will no doubt make you braver. The first idea came from a speaker, John Butcher. I'll link up to all the speakers I'm referencing in the show notes if you want to learn more. He said something that I love, and as an improviser, I could not believe this more, and I think it will set you free. He says this, now is the time to be brave. It's also the time to be bold. Yet it's also a time for us to re-examine our relationship with control. And this matters, fear boss, and here's why. You, (laughs) whether you're type A or not, I'm a type A high achiever. I'm an Enneagram 7, but yo, I'm a high achiever type A. I like shit right and tight. Yet my improv mindset, thank God I'm an improviser, reminds me every single day that we are never in control. You may wake up with a to-do list and some goals and some plans and some shit you want to get done, but none of us have a script, right? You don't really know what's going to happen. And at any time, anything can happen. You are never really in control. And COVID, the pandemic has really woken us up hardcore to that fact, that fact. The bottom line is this. You cannot control other people, places, and or things. But what you can always control is you and how you show up and how you rise to the occasion. Are you someone who sits in the darkness? Or are you someone who waits for the light? who becomes obsessed with the light, who uses the light as a powerful driver of possibility and momentum. So that idea, this idea that it's time for all of us to re-examine our relationship with control is a powerful idea to lean into. 
All right, the second idea I love that will definitely make you braver and help you protect your energy so you can continue to do brave things, this idea came from Joe Town, who is a high-performance coach. He works with athletes and celebrities and, and actors and musicians and you know top-level CEOs and executives a- around the globe. This is what his company does. And he, he started talking about athletes and how athletes can teach us about how we transition in and out of our creative work. And it's all about the pause, the pause before we work. Work and the pause after we work. And I don't think a lot of us do this. And I don't think a lot of us think this way. You think of athletes, they're doing things to prime their body before they go out onto the court, onto the field to execute their game because the game is supposed to be their flow. While they're playing, while they're performing, they are to be in flow. Flow state is your ideal state. So we want to prime your flow state. So the things you do before you need to be in flow and the things you do after you have just come out of flow are critical. Are you honoring that beautiful pause before you work and after you work? And this can be relative to anything you do in your life, whether it's a presentation you have to give, uh, an interview you're going on, a tough conversation you need to have, a game you need to play, whatever it is for you that feels high stakes, where you need to have a performer or a high achiever or an athlete's mindset, we need to get you thinking about priming yourself for the flow and recovering from the energy it takes to be in flow. So next week, yo, 41, I'm going there. I'm going to share all the ideas I learned from these beautiful coaches and through my experience as a performer and talk about things you can do before you work. What can you do in that pause before you go to work to get into flow? And after you've come out of flow, what can you do to make sure you honor what you've just done and heal, right? And recover and move forward with self-love and ease. So we're going to go there next week. But yo, this is something to be thinking about. How you pause before you work and after you work is what will help you stay more creative and of course, be more mentally, physically, and emotionally healthy. Okay. The third idea came from Mark Pimsler. Mark Pimsler, And I loved this so much. I put this in the Fear Boss 5 last week, my newsletter, but he said this. He said, listen, you have 100% survived your darkest days. You have a 100% survival rate of your darkest days. So fear boss, you have done hard shit and you have survived. You're alive. So this means you fear boss have the tools within you to handle whatever comes your way. You get to choose how you show up in the dark. You get to choose. Nobody else. You get to choose. So are you more focused on the future, the outcome, the air quotes, uncontrollable shit in our lives that's bound to happen? Or are you trusting the process? Are you trusting that dawn is always around the corner, that the sun will always rise and that you, you are exactly where you're meant to be? The fourth idea I loved came from Seth Worley, who is a badass producer, uh, creator, uh, famous movie dude. I, am I <laughs> Go find him in the show notes. But anyway, he's awesome. And he talked, in a nutshell, about the fact 
then nobody fucking cares. We get so worried about putting the shitty first draft out into the world. But really, bad art is the prereq to a masterpiece. Like, I look back at my early videos and I'm like, oh my God. I look back at my first speeches on video and I am like, mortified. I read my early blog posts and I'm like, yo, you cannot allow your fear of judgment, of perfection, and of what other people's opinions are going to mean for you stop you from making something. And he even offered this notion, and it kind of reminded me of mistake parties, like where I tell you, failure parties, right? Where I tell you to go celebrate failure uh, because fear doesn't see that coming. Well, he says, try making things worse it's always a great challenge because it's practice. So he brought up an example about how he was making a movie trailer and they wanted to make it so bad. Like from the 80s, like retro, horrible graphics. It's almost like reminds me of uh, Between Two Ferns with Zach Galifianakis. I'm brutalizing his name. I'll link up to it in the show notes. But it's like 80s public television, right? And they made it so bad on purpose because it was an act of creativity. It was an act of art. So what have you learned from your own bad art? And how have you grown? How have you gotten better? And the big idea is that nobody fucking cares. Like you get so worried about what other people are going to think. People are way more worried about themselves than they are you. So this really inspired me to go out there and to break more things, to try more things out. It's why we're, we're putting this planner out into the world because we know that in the first 90 days of you using the planner, we're going to learn so much, which means we're going to make it even better. And how exciting is that? So go out there, make bad art, and remember, nobody cares. And the fifth idea that I loved so much came from Brad Montague, who's one of my favorite creators. So many great books. How to Be a Better Grown-Up just came out. So I'll link up to that in the show notes. He's amazing. Follow him on Instagram. He's awesome. But he talked about cultivating a garden of goodness and then doing it again. And he asked us the question, if you look at your content, if you look at your social media, if you look at your conversations, Have you been adding to the noise? And if so, how can you redirect and instead add to, tend to the light? That is a choice. You can continue to DJ out gifts and social media posts that's just adding to the shit and the stuff and the negativity and the fear and the toxicity and the anger and the anxiety, and the overwhelm. I might be repeating some words, but you get my point. Or you can make it your mission to create content and to DJ out ideas that remind people of the dawn, that share positive stories and ideas and examples of a world that inspires you, of a world that you want to live in, and how you are doing things to make that a reality. It is your choice every day to DJ out content that piles on to the negativity that is already happening, or you can choose to be the light and remind people that the dawn, the dawn is coming and that the sun always rises.
Last but not least, I'm going to throw in a little bonus here because I can't even help myself. There was a conversation that came up around, so this would be idea number six. There was a conversation that came up around uh, B2B and B2C. And people love to say this, oh, I'm business to business or I'm B2C, I'm business to customer. So B2B means business to business and B2C means business to customer. So do you sell to businesses, corporate, or do you sell to customers, individuals? And I've always hated that. I've always thought that was weird because I'm like, well, everything's B2C because companies have huge humans in it. And then it was said from the stage and I cannot remember who said it, but I loved it. I wrote this down. It's actually human to human, H to H. Anything you're selling, anything you're creating is human to fucking human. Trust equals conversion. So you have to fall in love with the humans in your community, the humans you're selling to, the humans you're creating things for. And the question you can be asking, and I wrote this down and I love it so much. If you have anything to say or sell, you need to write this down. What can people do because of your product, your service, your offering? What will working with you help them do? Then line up your content and your conversations around this big idea. What can people do because of your work, because of your service, and because of your offerings? Okay, Fear Boss, there you have it. Episode 40 in the books, man. I hope you were inspired by those five big ideas. And you know I had to go out with a little Snoop Doggy Dog and Dr. Dre to round it out. But let me tell you, we're really excited about this planner. Make sure you follow along for all the details. And I want to hear from you. What did you love on this episode? And which one of those five ideas are you the most geeked out over? It's hard to pick, but yo, I want to hear from you. And I can't wait to see you again right here next week on the Fear Boss Airwaves. In the meantime, stay brave, Fear Boss, and keep experimenting with your fear. See you later. Well, hi there. It's me again. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so damn glad you're here. And if you loved this episode, which I hope you did, my hand is on my heart. Please don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. And if you're feeling a little extra boss today, it would mean the world to me if you'd leave a review on iTunes so more fear bosses like you can find this podcast. And better yet, share this podcast with the fear boss you love and encourage them to listen. For more on me, my work, and my keynotes, you can visit me at judyholler.com, J-U-D-I-H-O-L-L-E-R.com to learn more. And this is also where you can sign up for my newsletter. It's called The Fear Boss 5, and it comes out every Friday where I share five things I'm loving, learning, and reading. It's one of my favorite things to do. And if you love this podcast, you're going to love the newsletter, and you can sign up right there on my website. My book is available at most of your favorite book retailers, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, airports, all the things. So search me up on Google or type Judy Holler into Amazon and grab your copy. Last but not least, you can always come hang out with me on the social media. Instagram is my favorite place to be. I'm on Instagram at Judy Holler, J-U-D-I-H-O-L-L-E-R. I'm also on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash fears, my homeboy, and Twitter as well at Judy Holler. Until next time, Fear Boss, keep experimenting with your fear and stay brave.